0: Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. <laughs> when I said, listen, uh, while they're ta- receiving the offering, I'll to talk to you a little bit. You know, some of you who are here don't know the story about Living Word Family Church. And I don't know why I just decided I'd say a little bit about that. But over 40 years ago, after Pastor Larry and Pam came back from from uh, Rama, uh, they started holding Bible uh, studies in in different homes. And and then we had a prayer meeting. Linda and Lillian, Lillian Minges. I just happened to see Sharon Minges yesterday. I hadn't seen her in years. And uh, deciding. Oh, it's all right. I know. I know. It's it's not Pastor Scott, but you'll be all right. <laughs> but but we started having uh, this small groups and or a, a prayer meetings and and Bible studies. And Pastor Larry would bring a message, and then then after that, when they decided to start the church, and uh, you know, this was in 1980, and was the first week in January of 1981 was the first first meeting we had in the old high school, Ogden High School building, which was, uh, sometimes you. It, sometimes we used to have pictures out there of all the, a lot of the old building and stuff. But uh, So we started, and, and we had Cheryl playing the piano uh, for a little, a short time, or a long time. She's been playing it all these years. But Pam would play, before that, she would play this auto harp. Now, isn't that true, Pam? And, and we'd sing... Uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> and, and, but, but what was good is she w- we would play those songs like, this, was a, this is the day, that the, you remember that? And we'd do a little two, charismatic two-step, remember those? Where you just kind of hop around. Well, we'd do all that, wouldn't we? I mean, this was stuff we did in the day. But we had the joy of the Lord because we were growing and going somewhere. Listen, it hasn't changed. We ought to be excited about what God's doing today, Amen? Amen. Forty years later, we Pastor Larry led us through the to the wilderness for a long time, but he's gone. But you know what? The, the foundation is still strong, and now it's time to build. It's our time, Amen. So, so she would always play that auto harp. But we had some uh, we had a prayer meeting. We used to have prayer meetings in. Uh, and one of the rooms, it was a big double room upstairs at the old building. And uh, Pam or Pastor Larry would, would bring a, a little lesson on prayer. And then we'd have, sometimes there'd be 60, 50, 60 people in there more or more. Hey, that just, that's a promo for prayer if you haven't been there in a while. So come on out, amen, for the new year. Put it in your heart to, to be out in the new year. But, and uh, I remember the time she judo-chopped Dick Zeller's. Amen. Hey, we were going and growing in this thing. This was like the gifts of the spirit, you know. Hey, this—they're still operative today. Amen. Listen, I don't care what the, what some of these religious people will tell you that it—the gifts passed away when the when the last apostle died. That's that's a lie. We're still in the book of Acts, my friends. It's we still are living in the book of Acts, and God's expecting things out of us. But Dick had a problem with his shoulder. I don't can't remember exactly what. And uh, he, he came up, and Pam just chopped him right in the shoulder. You know what? He got healed. You know, it's important to hear what the Holy Spirit says to do, isn't it? Amen? Because he knows everything. Anyway, that's, that's just a little promo. But we, we're going and growing back then, and uh, I, I look forward to greater times. Amen? Amen? Amen. Pastor Scott's here. We got you guys here. We need to see this balcony filled at some point because we're living in that time where people are going to be fearful and anxious and worried you know this thing with COVID you know there's been there's been pandemics around for years there's been uh, uh, viruses around forever right and it's not going to quit you know I like to think it would just all go away and blow away and never come back but you know what they're going to be around but we shouldn't be in fear why because God hasn't given us a spirit of fear isn't that right not a spirit of fear. Say, I, I don't have fear because God hasn't given it to me. Amen? So we have to know that. But in this day and this hour, we, we need to be doing something. We need to be letting people know there's a God that still heals, delivers, and sets free in this day and hour. Amen? Because there's a lot of people hurting. Remember when, uh, what was it, uh, when, the, um, oh, when the towers fell back in 2000? 2001 remember and then all of a sudden for a week or so the church is filled up and then we're back to normal you know shouldn't be that way but you know what this pandemic and these pandemics that are coming and the politicizing of it and the fear that's being brought out is causing people to do want to know something different and if we know the healer and we know the deliverer we can and begin to tell people that we'll begin to see greater things happen amen Say, this is my time. Say it, with, say it again. This is my time to let Jesus shine. Amen? Amen. Now, I don't know where I was going to go with any of this, so I'm just going to open up to Psalm 107, or 103, I'm sorry. How many of you know he still heals? I want to talk about a little bit about healing today because that's what he still does. Aren't you glad he's still our healer? Say, he's my healer. Amen. So Psalm 103 says this. Bless the Lord, O my soul. You ever think about that? The psalmist was one that always talked about blessing or praising or magnifying the Lord. Over in Psalm 34, what's it say? I will bless the Lord at what? Say it again. I will bless the Lord when? All times. All times. Does that mean in not so good times? Does that mean in? Just a clear day at noon when everything's going well? No, at all times. Because he's what? He's an ever-present help if we call upon him. But in Psalm uh, 34, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be where? In my mouth, right? In my mouth. So where do we have to, oh, what do we have to do? Well, you hear some people say, well, I believe that. But do you ever talk about what you believe? You need to open your mouth and say something. How many of you know that? We, it's so easy to fall into a religious, churchy atmosphere. What do I mean by that? Well, I go to church, and I sit down, and I listen to somebody else tell me what God says about his word rather than me getting up and saying when I'm at home or in my car or wherever I'm at, saying what he is to me. How many, is, how many of you know he'll be what you say he is to you? Amen. So we have to begin to say those things, but the psalmist said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And then he says something, oh, magnify the Lord. Do you ever think about magnifying something? You magnify something by making it louder and larger or bigger. Isn't that right? So what do you magnify? You magnify the goodness of God. You magnify the fact that he's still a healer. He's still a deliverer. He's still a helper. Everything that he, you need him to be, he will be. Isn't that true? So you make him bigger than your problems. Right now, in the midst of all this uh, coronavirus, if you listen to <laughs> the people on, on these, uh, the mass media, I mean, they go from one place to another. And all it does is bring fear. You know, uh, I, this thing is serious. Now listen, it's serious. It really is. We don't want to make light of that, but we should not live in fear, but when you begin to magnify what God has said, magnify that he's the deliverer, he's the healer, he's the helper, then it becomes, you push the fear out, amen? He said, oh, magnify the Lord with me, let us exalt his name together, and I sought the Lord. That means I came after him, I listened to what he said, I read his word, I began to say what his word said about me, and he delivered me from all my what? My fears. Isn't that true? So in the midst of trouble, in the midst of trouble, what should we be doing? Should we be running to, in fear and running to, the, 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 to, to the, uh, the world to see what they're doing? Or should we run to this book, And find what it says and begin to say it for ourselves. Amen? This is for me. Now it says in in, in Psalm 103, Bless the Lord, O my soul. How many of you know your soul can be depressed, be discouraged, be in despair when you think on the wrong things? Paul said to think on these things. What? The good things. The things that are pure and honest and true, right? It says, but he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me. We ought to be so pope-eyed, <laughs> excited about what, what uh, God has done. We should let everybody know. We should tell ourselves. Amen? Amen. It's hard to tell somebody else if you're not believing it and telling it for yourself. I Man, you have, you know, <laughs> over in that, in that um, when 1 Timothy, when Paul told Timothy to say, to we haven't been given a spirit of fear you know what he said prior to that just prior to that he said stir up the gift of god that's in you that was put on you by the laying on of hands sometimes we just have to stir ourselves and say if god be for me who can be against me greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world oh why should i fear if god be for me right in the midst of this trouble because listen The enemy will try to bring trouble to you regardless of what's going on. It doesn't mean about, it It could be a pandemic, it could be your finances, it could be your children, it could be your relationships, it could be anything. He wants to find a place where he can come in and separate you from what God says. How many of you know he wants to to steal the word from your heart? But he goes on to say, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Amen. Amen. You ever you ever hear? <laughs> you ever go to get a job, and and uh, you you're applying for this job, and they'll say, oh, "What kind of benefits do you have?" And if you have a good job, you got a lot of benefits, right? Well, you don't. This God gives us benefits. How many of you want benefits? amen you don't want to just go to heaven you want the benefits here while you're here so what's one of the benefits the first thing he says is he forgives all your iniquities wow forgives everything you've ever done <laughs> takes their sins and washes them away amen doesn't smooth them over he just gets rid of them amen isn't that good news Amen. That's that's so exciting. You know, I people uh, <laughs> I run into used to run into not so much anymore as I've gotten a little advanced well, in age a little bit. <laughs> a lot of my friends have unfortunately passed away, and and I want to mention this too. Uh, some of you knew Ruth Hartman. I don't know. Uh, she passed away yesterday. So anyway, but I want I should have said that in the announcements. But they would they would uh, you know they would come up and say you know. Remember what we used to do? Remember what the parties we used to have and all that running around we used to do? And I won't say, I'm not going to tell you any of that today, but, but uh, you know, if, if I started that, you'd have to tell me yours, and I don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the things that you have probably not proud of and probably, but they'd say, don't, don't, don't you remember that time? I said, no, I don't. Because I said, that old man died. And I have a, I'm a new man. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. How many of you can say that today? Say, I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So I want to live in the new you, not the old you, right? The old me, the old, you know, you say it. We want to live in that place. Amen? Amen. But he says he forgives all our iniquities. What Next, right, right after that, he says, "Who heals all your diseases?" Now we've you've heard preachers say that all the time. What does all mean? All means all, and that's all there is to it, right? All is all. That means not just a little bit. That means everything. Now, the important thing is, is we not only know that, but we have to begin to say that for ourselves. Isn't that true? Because what happens in the midst of the trouble we have sometimes, in the midst of this, this council culture, woke generation that we live in, <laughs> we can forget real easy, can't we? We can forget. You know, uh, one of the things, one of the things that people uh, kind of get to me a little bit, are when 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 the pastor or a preacher or whoever is preaching the word, and they, well, I've heard that before. How many of you know the word of God's living? And it, you can hear it some. you may have heard it a thousand times, and then all of a sudden you get it. Amen? That the Holy Spirit will reveal things. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be like that. We should say, Lord, just show me your word. Show me what your word says. I need to know more. I need to know you more. Amen? Paul, the great, <laughs> great apostle, Paul, what did he want to know at the end of his life? when he'd done so much in the kingdom of God, he says, I want to know him and the power of his resurrection. In other words, he didn't want to stop growing and knowing. You know, we can do that. You know that? You know, uh, uh, Lester Summerall said at one time, he said, most, most people don't go further than the first great revelation they have of God. And that means salvation. But you know, we're supposed to be growing all the time. We're supposed to be experiencing more and more all the time and you say you know uh in this culture we live in today what do most people want to look forward to retirement and they move retirement back when my dad was (laughs) alive and and some of the older people they worked and some of them worked right on past the 65 70 year old age group now it's back to 50 55 what do you want to do retire and do nothing well when you do that you lose all your purpose but see we shouldn't be that way but he says, I, who heals all our diseases. So we have to know that he wants us well. Say, God wants me well. Now turn to Psalm 91. I told David, I don't know where I was going to go with this. We used to, use, uh, used to have healing meetings. Remember those, Pam? We used to have Holy Ghost meetings. Once on the fifth Sunday night, the night of the fifth Sunday And uh, we come here and just praise the Lord, and whichever way the Holy Spirit wanted to move, (laughs) it's kind of where we went. And and we also had healing meetings. Pastor Larry decided at one point in time that, that we would have those once a month or so. But anyway, in Psalm 91, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now here comes our part. God says he's the healer. Everywhere, everywhere you read in the New Testament, wherever Jesus went, he didn't just heal one or two, right? The only place he had a hard time healing anybody was in his own hometown. They said he could only do a few little things there. Why? Because they were familiar with him. They knew him as the carpenter's son. They didn't realize he was the healer. He was the Messiah. Isn't that right? So we have to be careful that we don't get too familiar, that we forget what he can and will do for our lives but anyway it says this this is our part i will say of the lord can you say that this morning can you say i will say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god in him i will trust see that's important to know that because in mark eleven twenty two it says have faith in god If you say you have faith in God and don't trust Him, I trust Him to be my what? Healer, my deliverer, my helper, my salvation, my eternal resting place. (laughs) Amen? Amen. Amen. We have to know that. And He says, I will say of the Lord, it's important what you say is important. What you say about your situation is even greater than what somebody else says. And when God says, He wants us to agree with him, so you begin to say what he says about your situation. Well, it's important to know that, because it goes on to say, down in verse 10, no evil will befall you, and neither any plague shall come near your dwelling. Can you say that today? You say that today. No evil will befall me. Say that with me. No evil will befall me. Neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. Well, you're sick. You don't. No, but it's got to go. It has no right to be there. I don't deny it. I deny it. Only thing I deny is says right to be there. Amen? So we begin to say those things. We begin to say what God says. You know, Mark 11, 22, and 23, uh, you know, has uh, been preached so many times in this church, and it's been preached in the Word of Faith churches forever, but you have to realize it's still a truth today, Right? Whosoever, so say unto the mountain. What's the mountain right now? It's probably COVID and sickness and all this stuff coming at people. Be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea. Amen? Thank you, David. And does not doubt where? In his heart. See, this is why we need to know what the Word of God says, but believes that those things which he says will be, will be done and he will have whatsoever he says. What did it say in Psalm 91? I will say of the Lord. How important is it that we say what the Lord says about us? Amen? Amen. Amen. We, we call ourselves a word of faith church, but sometimes we don't say what the word says. The first thing we want to do is what, the, what does this doctor say or what does the government say or what does somebody else say? But the best thing we can do is say, what does God say?